you know, you, you can't stop it. You can't stop. You can't even contain it. Because just like that, the clock ticks noon on a Monday. And my friends, it's time for the daily on Jackson's Fox Sports 101.9 FM live from the Lead Bunker Studio, Jackson's only indoor gun range. And we're brought to you by Knutson's, your outdoor convenience store. Kettlebell Hotspot, where your functional fitness begins. Brought to you by my buds, Bud, Bud Light McUltra, and Tri-County Water. <sighs> That's good water. Tricountywater.com, because you need peace of mind about what's really in your water. Well, there's a lot of high school stuff that happened over the weekend. Uh, team wrestling finals. We got that. We're going to cover for you high school basketball um, from Friday through uh, Saturday. There were a handful, a spattering of games, but the boys' basketball season gets to the meat of the season tonight with uh, high school basketball districts getting underway. Girls' basketball. Some. I mean, we're in that important week for girls' basketball too, uh, especially. When it comes to the Big Eight, because they still don't have a conference champion finalized yet. So that's going to be, we've got a lot to talk about. Let me just put it this way. To abbreviate, we've got a lot to talk about with high school basketball, with high school wrestling, high school hockey, Big Ten basketball, uh, wings, tigers. It's all on the docket today. A little bit later on in the show, Coach Matt Grimes. He joined Greg O'Connor earlier this morning. And I, honestly, I was just picking up my phone. And I was about ready to text the coach. I'm like, dude, you want to come join the show? Uh, oh, wait. Uh, oh, you're out with Greg? Okay. Just delete, 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 delete. We're going to have Coach Grimes in his conversation with Greg that he had earlier today. We'll have him joining us. We'll, have that. we'll share that with you uh, a little bit later on in the show. Uh, coming up at 1215-ish, uh, somewhere in there. Dennis Lupo, head coach of Columbia Central, they're in action tonight in districts. We'll talk with the coach uh, about his team, the season, and and whatnot. All that coming up throughout the show today. So it's it's man, it's fall. It's a busy, busy show. Of course, that's what you tune in for. That's what you tune in for each and every day to find out what's happening locally. And, of course, get our view on some of the regional stuff, too. All right. Let's jump right into it. Let's go ahead and get into high school boys basketball. We'll get to wrestling in a little bit. But boys basketball from the weekend. In the rugged Cascades, saw East Jackson defeating Manchester 50-39. to Addison at Morency, 68-53. Napoleon topping Pinckney, 60-49. And in that con, wow. I mean, Napoleon's good, but man, Pinckney over an SEC white team, a team that's got significant size. Wow, that's a good win. Uh, Grant Bradley, 16 points, five boards, five assists, two steals, and a block. Devonta Hayburn, 14 points, three boards, two assists. Holden Van Poppel, nine points, eight boards. Tyler Nall had seven points, and Gavrick Belcourt, six points. In the I-8 from the weekend. Battle Creek, Harper Creek, 47 versus Western, 45. Northwest defeating Penfield, 
59-52, and historic Marshall on top of Hastings, 60-23. to Boys basketball in the white had Adrian defeating Toledo St. Francis de la Salle. All right, 62-47. Holt on top of Jackson, 65-50, and Napoleon again beating Pinckney, 60-49. to A um, lot of district action today. We're going to run through that for you here in a sec. Let's get to girls basketball. Concord versus Reading, 51-44. That's out of the Big Eight. Springport defeating Vermontville, Maple Valley, 58-1. 58-1. Brooke Benden, four points, three assists, two steals. Hattie Gray, two points, two assists, six steals. Chloe Spear, 17 points, four assists, six steals. Alyssa Cooley, six points, two bo- uh, 12 boards. And Sierra Brock, Eight points, two rebounds, two blocks. And the reserves, Hope Overweg, 10 points, two boards. Riley Seifert, five points, two boards. Brenna Crittenden, six points, two assists, four steals. Nine and one in the Big Eight. Springport will host Concord tomorrow, 7 o'clock. Winner decides first place. In the Big Eight, big game tomorrow. Uh, it's a little odd that uh, uh, girls basketball is playing today. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, from the twenty fourth, Bronson over Quincy, forty to twenty seven, and Colon defeating Concord, sixty one forty seven. Today, you've got Quincy at Hanover Horton at seven, and Battle Creek Calhoun Christian at Vermont Philadelphia at uh, six. In the Cascades. Um, in the crossover from Friday, had Addison defeating Napoleon, 38-34. Center on top of Homer, dope, 65-50. Uh, center beat Homer in the Cascades crossover. McKinley Gaddy, 11.7 assists, 5 boards. Sam Wynn, 13 points. Haley Meese, 12 and 4 steals. Julia Reynolds had 11 boards. The Cardinals, 18-3 and overall, and they finished the Cascades 13-3. and Just barely. Missing um, Saturday play. Jonesville, 54 versus East Jackson, 46. And then uh, that was a double overtime win for Jonesville, by the way. And then on Saturday, in the Cascades Conference consolation game, had Leslie, 40 from the East versus Hanover Horton, 38. In the Cascades Conference championship game, Grass Lake, 58. Versus Columbia, 28. And today, Quincy and Hanover Horton, Columbia at Jackson. In the Catholic High School League, uh, over the weekend, you had Auburn Hills, Oakland Christian, 33 versus Madison Heights, Bishop Foley, 29. And the Cardinal, the uh, the playoffs Cardinal final on Saturday, Orchard Lake, St. Mary, 45 versus Lumen, 31. In the I-8, Western, Defeated Harper Creek, 60-25. Again, still with girls basketball. Northwest on top of Penfield, 51-32. And Marshall beating Hastings, 47-37. SEC White, Adrian defeating Skyline, 44-38. Chelsea getting the win over Dexter, 58-33. Tecumseh on top of Detroit Renaissance, 59-55. Pinckney defeating Whitmore Lake, 39-21. Ypsilanti Community, 46 versus Ypsilanti Lincoln, 37 and today you've got uh, Ipsy Community at Detroit Northwestern at 530 and Columbia at Jackson at 7. And in the East, 
for the SCAA. Hillsdale Academy, 36, Waldron, 24. Jackson Christian beating Takansha, 59-27. Camden Frontier on top of North Adams, Jerome, 33-17. And Pittsburgh beating Litchfield, 46-17. Now let's take a look at some of the uh, district action scheduled for today. In D1 at Ann Arbor, Huron. Games you'll be able to hear down the hall to the right on our sister station, News Talk 970 AM, 101.5 FM. Dexter, six wins, 15 losses on the season. Northwest in a very rugged I-8 this year, 11 and 11 on the season. Those two teams face each other at 530 today at Huron High. Winner advances to take on the host team on Wednesday. Ann Arbor Huron at 17 and 4 on the season. Bottom part of that bracket, Jackson in a very tough SEC white. 13 and 9 on the season. They face a 12 and 2 Ann Arbor Skyline team. Winner advances to take on Ann Arbor Pioneer 7 o'clock on Wednesday. That's D1. In D2, where we're going to be, Joe Cassidy and myself. And we're bringing this to you on 95.9 The Power Cow. Simply streaming reasons. Not only will you be able to hear it, you know, you got four stations here that you can choose from to put it on, right? So it's going to be on The Power Cow. But we put it there because we can stream on The Power Cow website and not have the overlap that we would have if we put it. Because this station and uh, 970 flip their streaming back and forth. All right, I'm giving you way more information that you need. Bottom line, it's on Power Call for streaming purposes. All right, boys basketball, fifty-two District Fifty-two Division Two, hosted by Western. We've got Columbia Central again. We're going to be talking with Dennis Lupo here in a little bit, taking on the Indians of Tecumseh, sixteen and six in the white. Winner will advance to take on Adrian, it's nineteen and three on the season. Bottom part of that bracket, Western. 16 and 6 versus Madison 10 and 12. Winner advances to take on Onstead at 17 and 5. That's D2. In Division 3 at Concord. Concord got the bye. They're going to sit and wait for the winner of Hillsdale versus Jonesville. Hillsdale's 9 and 13, Jonesville 16 and 6. Winner will advance to take on Concord on Wednesday at 5:30. Hanover Horton getting the bye at 14-8 and eight in the number two spot in this bracket. Hanover Horton sitting there waiting for the winner of Hudson, who's 2-20, and 20, versus Addison, 6-16. Six and 16. Winner will advance to take on Hudson, or, uh, Hanover Horton, 7 o'clock on Wednesday. East Jackson, oh, it's a tough one, too. Uh, East Jackson. Host team taking on Michigan Center today. East Jackson eight and fourteen. Michigan Center nineteen and three and could not get the one or two seed. Wow, that's a tough bracket. So winner there will advance to take on Lumen, who is eighteen and four, ranked in the top ten in D three. So they're just sitting there waiting for the winner of East Jackson Michigan Center, Springport Napoleon Springport nineteen and three. I'm sorry, Napoleon 19-3, Springport 15-7. and seven. They're in the, um, the top part of that bracket, 5-30 on Wednesday. So they both got that bye. It's all about that bye, about that bye. No first round. Um, in Langsburg, Leslie is in action tonight against Bath at 7. 
All right, uh, D4, D4, D4 at Waldron. Has Jackson Prep at 5.30 tonight taking on Vandy. 8-5 and five Prep versus Vandy, 3-19. and 19. One of Vandy's win is against the Prep earlier in the season. Winner will advance to take on Waldron at 12-10 and 10 on Wednesday at 5.30. North Adams, <clears throat> let me say this right, North Adams-Jerome, 3-8 and eight on the season, will take on Jackson Christian at 7 o'clock tonight at 11-11 on the season. Winner will advance to take on Pittsburgh at 5.30 on the 28th. Pittsburgh sitting there at 13-9. and nine. So that's how the districts are laying out. Uh, we're going to hold off on hockey for a bit. We are going to hold off on hockey for a bit. I've got... Uh, Lumen, we've got to talk about. We've got Jackson United to talk about. We've got Coach Grimes going to be joining us here in a little bit. Um, bowling. You know what? We're going to hold. I have one report from bowling. Apparently, States is next week. Jack 60, the host uh, for Division Three, I think. Uh, the Warriors got this word in from Grass Lake as they took sixth in action over the weekend. The Warriors were in action Wednesday at Royal Scott Lanes. Team regionals, 14 teams competing with the top two teams moving on to states next week at Jack 60. Max Schaffrin, Bryce Sandoval, Caden DeWitt, Braden DeWitt, Frank Bednarski, and freshman Logan. Torkalucci! We're uh, coming off of a high, just winning conference title. The Warriors were ranked ninth in the state and were defending regional and state champs. And the Warriors would bowl two regular games and eight Baker games in that order. And the Warriors led the league, averaging 1980 for two games set this season. They also led the league with a high of 11.53. The Warriors came out very slow throwing an 821 in the first game, followed by an 893, giving them a 1714 total, putting them in fifth place, trailing the leader by 57 pins with eight Baker games to go. The Warriors also led the league in Baker and Baker games this season, averaging 192 per game. Things didn't get better for the Warriors. They threw Baker games of 123, 137, 168, 158, 147, 182, 150. Finished with 199. Sixth place in what was a rough day. Oh, that's that's horrible. But it was a good season. Got the conference championship. And a lot of success in that program to hang your hat on. So congratulations, Grass Lake. And I know this was this past weekend wasn't your weekend. But good season overall. All right. Now with that said, let's step aside. And when we come back. Dennis Lupo scheduled to join us. You're listening to The Daily on Jackson's Fox Sports 101.9 FM, live from the Lead Bunker Studio, Jackson's only indoor gun range. And welcome back to The Daily, Jackson's Fox Sports 101.9 FM, live from the Lead Bunker Studio, Jackson's only indoor gun range. We're also brought to you by Knudsen's. Your outdoor convenience store, Kettlebell Hotspot, where your functional fitness begins. Brought to you by Ghost Energy Drink. I tell you, that orange cream is among the best liquids on the planet. And we're brought to you by Tri-County Water. Now, that's good water. And right now, let's head to our sports line. We welcome to the show for the first time. We've got a head coach 
of Columbia Basketball, Boys Basketball, Dennis Lupo joining us. Hey, Coach. Hey, how's it going? That's going well. Thanks for – I know we tried to connect on Friday and things didn't work out, but I'm so glad you're able to join us here today. This is awesome. Yeah, it's great to be here. Well, let's let's talk about the season. Um, heading into this, I mean, really good season for the Columbia Central basketball squad. Ended it at 14-8. and eight. Well, You tell me, how do you feel about the season overall? Is this kind of where you guys thought you would be? Uh, yeah, actually, I think we're ahead of where we where we thought we would be going into the season, being first-year coach and getting a little late start on the spring-summer schedule. But, yeah, I'm very happy with where we're at. I believe we're definitely a, a lot ahead of where we should have been, so I'm glad. That's good. And you start off the season. I mean, we're going back to last year. It feels like probably a you know a whole nother uh, season ago. But you start off the season on a tear, getting up six wins right off the bat, even against like a really good Northwest team. Um, and then it, you, you ran into Tecumseh, which you, you're going to be seeing. You, you, yeah, you're seeing them tonight, aren't you? That's, the, that's your game yep. tonight, right? Yeah. Yep. So you're, yep. seeing them, you're seeing them tonight, but you got to see them earlier in the year. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was, you had some tough competition in there, and it looks like you, you handled those games well. Um, it's, it's, it's been a really good season for you guys. Yeah, you know, 6-0 six, six is we kept preaching one game at a time, and it was exciting. It was a good run. Uh, guys gelled together. They were buying in really well. Um, and then we hit Christmas break, and we had 17 days off, which you don't want to make excuses, but I don't think that helped us very much. And then you faced a really, really good, well-coached, comfy team and played them really good for three quarters, and they ended up pulling away from us. So we're hoping to avenge that loss tonight and come out and show a better, have a better showing against them. But it's a grind. Uh, the, yeah. the dog days of January, February got us a little bit, but I feel like we've had really good practices the last few days, and we've kind of been up and down, you know, loss here, win here, but we're we're still competing every night. Shooting's not where I'd like it to be, but the kids are competing and buying in still. Well, all right, let's. I want to talk about the competition in the Cascades Conference here in a little bit, but you brought up the kids, so let's let's go there. Let's talk about some of the kids on your team. Now, I'm not too familiar with the squad, but uh, I, I know you've got some kids on there who, when when you're a first year head coach and you're trying to get your feet under you for a for a season, I know you've had some kids who have kind of taken on that leadership role, and to have that record, they bought into what you're selling. Yes, uh, I mean you've got a a three-year player, a junior, uh, Derek Sanders, who's, you know, he's been through the battles. Um, he's got a couple older brothers that have played a handover and then went on to play, you know, successful in college. So he, he helped out a lot, mending those those relationships and, you know, playing the leadership role. He He's a guy that can go inside. He can play outside. He can handle the point. He definitely did everything and beyond what was needed from him to get where we were at. And then we have a senior, Connor Cole, who two different games, he hit nine threes one game, and he had six and one quarter, which is a record for us, um, at Adrian Madison. And he's, he's come on a long, come a long way. He didn't even play last year. He was on the team, but he was injured about half the season, just really never got into the rotation. But he's, he's been a pleasant surprise and really a big help for us. Uh, having only three seniors, it's good to have at least one of them be able to do that for us and then we've got gavin zuber who's the other senior and kyle Baum, who are what i would call your your true seniors who are the glue uh rotation guys may not play every night the minutes they want but they are the ones who work hard and practice and really hold us together and set the example and the tone 
never really bought into this is their only year, but they're to me, I've told them they're they're carrying on a legacy that's going to continue. I hope with their play and just showing the work ethic to these juniors that we have. Yeah, yeah. yeah when you have the three seniors in that in that role, and, yeah. and then having the team and the the record that you've had this year, uh, I mean, the future's bright for Columbia's for Columbia hoops, isn't it? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, you've got a JV team that had nine sophomores on it. Uh, with two two freshmen in it, they were eighteen and four. Uh-huh. They played really well, and then you had our record, and we've got. I'll have nine returners next year, mm. assuming everybody comes back. With eight of them being seniors and one being a uh, a junior, it's a great future. It's going to be very difficult for me as a coach to choose who needs to be here next year. But I tell you what, it's a good problem to have. Having and, that many kids be around and be bought into this, I know I was, you took the words out of my mouth. It's not easy, but it's a, it's a good problem to have for you next year. Yeah, first year head coach. Let's talk about now. When we talked to some of the other coaches in the Cascades, they've been able to compare compare the the new look Cascades and the format this year to how it used to be, and uh, Columbia being new to uh, to this format, and I guess with you being the first-year head coach, uh, you kind of have a different perspective on this. What are your thoughts on how the Cascades is laid out and the crossover and, and all that stuff this year? Oh, it's it's been wonderful. I mean, I've coached here at Columbia for, this is my 20, 23rd year being in coaching um, with other levels and stuff. Uh-huh. And being in the LCA and being in the SMA, some of those other conferences we were in, they were either smaller or we have the difficulty with the LCA. Wonderful conference, very competitive, but very difficult for Jackson area teams to be showcased or, you know, followed because we're going to Ida, we're going to Dundee and different counties. So being in the Cascades, being local has been wonderful. I, The leadership, the coaches in that conference are top-notch in my opinion. Well, and I'm sure the transportation department saved a pretty penny in gas too. Oh God, yes. And, well, and it's just just kids' grades in general. Yeah. I mean, mental health wise, just you're, you're you come home from Ida, you're looking at eleven o'clock, eleven fifteen some nights, and yeah. you know that's not good. No, I know. Yeah, I know. Oh yeah. You know, when I went to Clinton back in those days, you know, Erie Mason was in the LCAA. Thank goodness yeah. you have to go that far, right? Yeah, well, I did that. I made that trip quite quite often. Coaching other sports, yeah, it's difficult. All right, so you've got you've got to come see tonight. Um, And there's there's familiarity here in the uh, in the district that you have tonight with uh, some of these teams. Of course, you've played Tecumseh. You've you've played Madison. Um, You you just played Western not too long ago. Uh, I didn't see Adrian on your schedule, uh, but you've got. did see them in the fall league, which I know is a lot different, but at least there's some familiarity there. Yeah. Some, being familiar with them. So tell us what type of advantage that gives you going into the districts. Oh, advantages, you know what, attempt, what intensity they're going to bring. Uh, Tecumseh's well coached. They're going to, they play hard. They're going to, they go after those 50 50 balls. Um, they're not, they don't have what I would call, you know, your quote unquote star, but they've got six or seven guys solid that get after you. They guard, uh, they switch up defenses, he switches up presses, so it's nice knowing game plan-wise what could be ahead of you. Mm-hmm. So it makes you more comfortable. I feel, you know, you feel confident going in with your game plan. You, you feel more confident than you did going to Tecumseh 
in December because you know what to expect. Yeah, yeah. Well, and like I said, December basketball is a lot different than late February, early March basketball. It's a totally different game. Oh, you're talking 22 films out there. Yeah. I mean, you have a lot of information. Right. So, yeah, I mean, you know what to expect from them. Do you change your game plan up a little bit heading into this? Uh, what's, the, what's the message to the kids ahead of tonight's contest? I think to keep them bought in, excited, attitude there, you have to change a little bit. Uh-huh. So we have some things that we're ready to, to showcase if we need to. Um, you've got to be able to, I think, you have to be a great in-game coach this time of year. You have to be able to adjust. Yeah. All right. Very um, good. And we worked on some of those things in practice. That's what we've been doing. Uh, I think you see some of the scores, like you said, March basketball, February basketball. You saw a lot of those scores last week. And I think you've got a lot of us coaches out here who had two games or one game. Okay, we're going to go a little light on that scouting report because we're looking ahead to today because this right. is the big one. Yeah, absolutely. You got to make it today or the season's the season's over. Yeah. Have you yeah. looked ahead to Adrian at all? Uh, luckily, you know, like I said, it's it's got film on him. We've uh-huh. got enough to – I've done some research over the weekend. I don't want to touch anything today, but we right. – I think you have to show the kids and you have to show yourself that you – are going into the night with confidence that you can make it to Wednesday. Right. Right. All so right. we've done that. I, I always preach one game at a time, but this time of year it's a different game, so you have to game plan for the whole week. Well, we're looking forward to the contest tonight. Myself and Joe Cassidy going to be on the call for the first game of the doubleheader at 530. Ah, we're going to be there for the second game too, but uh, yep. yeah, we're looking forward to, to both contests tonight. So, Coach, is there anything left untouched that you feel like our listeners need to know about? Uh, just, I, I hope everybody comes out. I think you're going to see two quality matchups. Uh, we played Ma- Madison. We played to come see, and we played Western, all those three teams tonight. They're gonna, you're going to see some quality basketball. I honestly think that best D2 district probably around. Yeah, it's pretty opinion. stacked. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Tecumseh, Adrian, Onstead, they've all been ranked in the top 20 at one point or another. Uh, yeah. So it's, yeah, it's uh, it's well, a, certainly a stacked uh, stacked district. You've got a Mr. Basketball candidate in Onstead, and you've yep. got probably Mr. Basketball candidate coming up next year with Adrian. Yeah. So you've got, you've got some quality basketball that if someone wants to go watch great basketball, come on out to Western tonight. Well, Coach, good luck against the Indians tonight. You've, you've got them in neutral confines away from the jungle, so this should be a good one for you guys. All right, good luck. I, I think it helps. Yes, thank you very much. <laughs> we'll see you guys tonight. You're listening to The Daily on Jackson's Fox Sports 101.9 FM. We're live from the Lead Bunker Studio, Jackson's only indoor gun range. Welcome back to The Daily, Jackson's Fox Sports 101.9 FM, as we are live from the Lead Bunker Studio, Jackson's only indoor gun range. Brought to you by Knudsen's, your outdoor convenience store. Kettlebell Hotspot, where your functional fitness begins. Ghost Energy Drink. And uh, also brought to you by Tri-County Water. Ah, that's good water. TriCountyWater.com. The Division 3 Region 22 Regional hosted by Chelsea over the weekend. Top part of that bracket on Saturday. 
had Orchard Lake St. Mary's squeaking by Wald Lake Western 4-3. to three. So Orchard Lake St. Mary wins, advances to the final. Bottom part of that bracket, it was Flint po- Powers. Flint Powers versus Lumen in a triple overtime thriller. Lumen and their season came to an end. 4-3 on Saturday in that 7-30 contest. Flip Flint Powers advanced to the final, which will be taking place on the 28th in that Region 22 final. Now, last week, you had a 12-12-2 Cap City team taking on a 10-15 Jackson United team. This was on the 20th, second game of the first round, hosted by DeWitt. This was at Munn Ice Arena on the campus of MSU. And Jackson United getting the win and advancing to take on second-seeded Okemos. JU, 10-15 and 15 on the season. Okemos, 13-7. Winner from here will advance to the final on the 28th and face either Howell or Richland Gall Lake. Now, earlier today, Jackson's very own Greg O'Connor had a conversation We've had Coach Grimes on this show many times. We talked to him about, what, a week a week or so ago. It wasn't even that long ago. We had the coach on on uh, AM Jackson this morning with GOC. And here is how that conversation went. And guess who's on the uh, Grimes Plumbing Hotline here? It's uh, Matt Grimes, Chief Executive Officer, owner of Grimes Plumbing. Of course, uh, does a little hockey coaching on the side. Uh, quite a few years now at, for Jackson United. How many is it, Matt? This will be my fifth season. Fifth season. Coaching yeah. Jackson United. They've got a big game at uh, Munn Arena tonight. It's uh, We'll call it round two of the playoffs. Uh, you guys beat DeWitt the other night, and that, that was exciting, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a great game. Yeah, it's Cap City, which is like a co-op just like us. Man, mm-hmm. they really... They're a good team. I mean, I think I, I, I think they were the second best team behind Howell. I think up there, but yeah, we we had a three nothing lead going to the third. Jonah Jonah Hughes just played played great, and they did. We took a late penalty. They got it within a goal, and man, we hung on. We hung on there at the end. There was a flurry of shots, but we kept it out of the net, and mm-hmm. we get a get a huge win for us, which maybe maybe for a season that hasn't been been as good as we wanted it to be maybe from the start with injuries and everything else it seemed like we dealt with but man it was great it was great for the seniors i mean we had six guys in the room that you know thought maybe they were done for high school and we get to get one more and this is this is the east side team that we just took to overtime a couple weeks ago so let's see what happens yeah they're they're pretty good but but beatable right absolutely yeah i mean it was a grind we we went up there on their senior night. They got 17 seniors, and uh, wow. we ended up we ended up getting a I think a three to one lead going into the third, and 
had a couple of, you know, just a couple of bad bounces. They end up tying it up, and I think two, three minutes into overtime, they beat us. So, a great, great game, and um, I think we'll be, uh, I think we'll be ready to play. I think the guys are excited. We went up last or yesterday and skated at Mon. Did an hour and a half practice up there, so um, I think we're ready to go. Yeah, that's fun just going up there, isn't it? It is. It is. It's great. I I haven't been on the ice up there for uh, for a long time, but uh, but yeah, the guys. It was it was just good to get out there. I'm hoping maybe it maybe it calms us down a little bit when we take the ice tonight. So, um, but yeah, it should be. We got a lot of people coming up there to watch the game. We're we're excited to to get it going. Absolutely. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I think you guys have played better this second half of the season, haven't you? We have, we have. I think, and again, I think we got a, you know, Peyton Paul can's been really good. He, he he was hurt in the first half of the season. I think he's, I don't know, twenty, twenty three, twenty four points in seventeen games. I mean, he's really came back and really stepped up. Um, yeah, I think for a bit there we did five, you know, won five or seven games. Um, again, though, I think it's just it's just a grind. I think our schedule's tough. I think it's, you know, week in week out, you gotta you gotta got to bring your A game, and I just think there's been some been some bad bounces, lost a lot of games by one goal, you know, one goal. So, mm-hmm. you know, we'll just see see what uh, see what goes on tonight. I, I do think it's going to be a great game, though. I think everybody's everybody's ready. Yeah, you never know. You get in these situations, uh, you get a hot goalie, something like that. Uh, who knows how far you can go? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think, I mean, we'll get a chance to, We'll get a chance to, to watch this Howell team tonight. They play, I think, Gull Lake right before us, so we'll be able to get a get a chance to them. They're, they're ranked pretty high in the state, but obviously, you know, it's just one game at a time, see what happens. And, and again, I, um, you know, I'm, I'm familiar with this east side team. Um, they got a couple of guys that, that are really good. Um, you know, but so did Cap City. I thought Cap City's first line was, was probably one of the better lines we've played all season. I think they, man, they could fly. So, um, yeah, it should be, should be fun. Seven o'clock uh, tonight, and then uh, when you win that game, Matt, what what happens? Uh, I think we play on Wednesday. Wednesday uh, night, we would play the winner of the Howell and and uh, and uh, Gall Lake game. So we'll just have to see what see what we can do. And and yep, so I think it'd be Wednesday. I think the regional final would be Wednesday at seven. So uh, hopefully we get a big, uh, big crowd from Jackson up there, and uh, of course your players are from a lot of them. I think where, where are they from? Northwest. Well, actually, Northwest. We've just got a couple of kids from Northwest. We got a we got a majority from from Western. Western, so, okay. Yeah, that's been most last. It kind of kind of just goes up and down. I mean, last couple of years we've had. We've had most of the kids from from Western High School, so we'll just have to see. We're all over though. I think we got four Michigan Center guys. We've got uh, you know, kind of all over the place. One Grass Lake, one Grass Lake, kind of kind of mm-hmm. all throughout the county. Hey, good luck to you up there. Great, thanks, Greg. Thanks for having me. My water heater's still working, by the way. Well, that's good. That's great. <laughs> hey, take care, man. Good luck. All uh, right, thanks, Greg. Matt Grimes, Jackson United. And uh, Okemos, Eastside, uh, they have a couple names that they go by. Uh, Jackson United, 10 and 15, but playing better the second half of the season. Uh, some injury issues there. Okemos, 13, 7 and 4. 
or uh, east side or whatever you want to call them. Welcome back to the Daily Jackson's Fox Sports 101.9 FM live from the Lead Bunker Studio, Jackson's only indoor gun range. Brought to you by Knutson's, your outdoor convenience store, Kettlebell Hotspot, where your functional fitness begins. Bud, Bud Light, McUltra, and Tri-County Water. Ah, that's good water. TriCountyWater.com. Uh, we're going to circle back to Big Ten basketball here in just a second, but... Um, Real quick, weather forecast. Before we forget, let's get that weather forecast out there for you. Uh, we've got sunny skies and 56 for today. That's nice. It's supposed to be uh, a little windy, but not too bad. Slight chance of snow. Uh-uh, uh-uh. No, wait, that, that word's out of the forecast. Slight chance of showers. It may be a thunderstorm during the early morning hours. Clouds rolling in tonight, overnight low 47. Chance of rain, 30%. Tomorrow... Let's just go right to the high. I wish we could stop there, but let's just go right to the high. Partly sunny, 65 on Tuesday. But 60% chance of showers and thunderstorms. Uh, But partly sunny. So it's going to be like the clouds roll in, drop some rain on us, roll away kind of a thing. Tuesday night, we're down to 34 showers and maybe a thunderstorm. Uh, Wednesday, rain to start us off. Maybe some snow at 46. All right. Oh, and then uh, Wednesday night, partly cloudy. 21. Wow. Yeah, we're running the gamut on this again. Absolutely crazy. All right. That's your weather forecast here on The Daily on Fox Sports 101.9 FM. Patrick Kane went back to Chicago and he was celebrated with a big tribute by his old team. And he rewarded them (laughs) by scoring the Red Wings 3-2 overtime victory uh, yesterday. Oh, that that was amazing. In over the Red Wing line. Drops it back to Jones out in front. Moves in. Shoots. Save made. Rebound chance. And now the Wings have a break. Here is Patrick Kane. Oh, what drama brings it in on a breakaway. Shoots, he scores! Oh, what a win for the Red Wings. Oh, man. Who's writing the NHL scripts these days? You're doing a fabulous job. 3-2 victory, their fifth win in a row. Daniel Sprung, Alex Dabrinkit each scored. It was the 22nd goal for the Cat. Uh-huh. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. No, wait, let's just do it. Let's just take a look at the NHL standings real quick. I, I didn't have it logged in, so give me a second. You know me. I've talked about this before. I cannot type and talk at the same time. So with uh, the Wings, they're now fourth in the Eastern Conference. You know, all right, they take the top four in or top three in each division, and then the top two in the division for that. Okay. So the wings in fourth in the East right now, and they've got 70 bottom part of the uh, division in the Metro. So yeah, the next one there has got 62. Uh, So they got it. If the season were to end today, they would be in. No, but the wings making a run. They're making a run, man. They're four points behind the Leafs right now. So they're making a run at it. 
Next up for the Detroit Hockey Red Wings, uh, they're in action tomorrow uh, against the Washington Capitals. We'll have that for you here. 7 o'clock for the puck drop. Uh, that night here, down the hall to the right on our sister station, News Talk 970 AM, 101.5 FM. Let's pivot a little bit over to Big Ten basketball. I think we all anticipated that a Michigan team was not going to win this weekend. I don't think we anticipated that the Michigan State team would lose this weekend in a heartbreaker to the Ohio State University. Michigan versus Purdue, I think everybody on the planet, everybody on the planet knew that was going to be a loss. Big Ten yesterday had Maryland defeating Rutgers 63-46. Purdue, of course, topping Michigan at home 84-76. The world-famous Buckeyes, 60 over MSU 57. And Nebraska beating Minnesota 73-55. That's what happened in Big Ten basketball over the weekend for the men. And where does this put the standings right now? Uh, you know, State was was matriculating their way up there. But now after a, a Buckeye loss, they were what? One, two, they were fourth, fifth. Uh, now they're, they find themselves, they're alone in sixth. You got Purdue at 14 and three, Illinois at 11 and five, Northwestern and Wisconsin tied at third at 10 and six. Nebraska right there with them uh, in fifth at uh, 10 and 7, and then MSU at 9 and 8 in the sixth spot. Uh, So that would get them at least a bye in the first round right now of the Big Ten tournament. Michigan is going to be working on that first day, and there's, there's no helping it at this point. They are 3 and 14 on the season. And let's see, what do they have left to go? They have, well, they just had Purdue. They got three games left on the season at Rutgers, at Ohio State, and uh, they host Nebraska coming up on the 10th. So, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a tough way to go for the Wolverines. Women's Big Ten basketball from the weekend had... Iowa topping Illinois 101-85, Ohio State beating Maryland 79-66, and Purdue beating Wisconsin 79-55. And the standings there for women's basketball in the Big Ten, you've got uh, Ohio State at the top, then Iowa and Indiana tied for second. And fourth, Nebraska at uh, 11-6, Michigan State at 10-6. Um, and then Michigan, Maryland at eight and eight right there. And then to wrap it up, you've got Penn State, Illinois, Wisconsin, Minnesota, Purdue, Northwestern, Rutgers. By the way, we are the pregame for the Detroit Tigers today. I kind of like the spring training, spring training broadcast. Hey, welcome to our broadcast here. Oh, here's the first pitch. I mean, there's like 0.0 pregame. They got about enough time to tell you barely, who's going to be playing, who's in the starting lineup, and then they're into it. 
kind of like it. I don't like how they don't play um, extra innings to get rid of a tie. Tigers were up yesterday. In, through the seven and a half inning mark, they were up nine to three on the Tampa Bay Rays. And the Rays, uh, they, they had one in the first, one in the second, one in the third. And then in the seventh, you know, they let one get away from them. And then the Tigers, on an infield error where four people are going for it, nobody calls it. One person dives for it. It goes off his foot and into a weird spot in right field where nobody was and in the park home run. And that set the tone for the rest of the game. Rays put up four more. So at that point, it's nine to five. And then they just destroy the Tigers in the eighth. I go into Polly's, pick up two things, come back out to my truck and uh, put it on again. And all of a sudden, they're tied. It was crazy. And the Tigers get the tie against the Tampa Bay Rays yesterday. Today, they take on Houston here in just a few minutes. Uh, they're going to be, well, they're going to be in Lakeland at Joker, at, yeah, Joker Merchant Stadium as they take on the Astros of Houston. That contest coming your way in just a matter of mere moments here on The Daily. And let me just leave you with this today. If you haven't been, go to foxsports1019.com. We have a free, 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 free March Mania bracket for you. You get into the brackets at work. Somebody's asking you to put, out oh, just two bucks. It's just five bucks. It's just five. This, this one's free. Well, what do I win for my five? Well, if you get, you know, the best bracket, then you win the pot. What do I, what do you get for this one? Uh, for this one, which is free, you don't have to pay anything. You don't have to trust your coworker to tabulate it all correctly. This one's free, and you could win $10,000 if you get them all right. Best bracket in Jackson, part of our contest, gets a 55-inch Samsung Smart TV from Kettlebell Hotspot. Gets a Igloo mini fridge. Gets a 10-pack Opal Essence Go Whitening Kit and more. Now, this TV, you know, it's the kind that's got all the really cool features. It's got that curved look to it, the crystal, crystal clear picture. This, this TV is fabulous, and it, it could be yours. You're listening to The Daily on Jackson's Fox Sports 101.9 FM, live from the Lead Bunker Studio. Go to our website, foxsports1019.com. Get signed up. Kettlebell Hotspot bringing you the big March Mania contest. Hey, we'll see you tomorrow. Between now and then, stay safe.